Okay, here we go. The Panda Magazine. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Magazine. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Episode 105 of the Planet Mikey Podcast. Winner of numerous podcasting awards from all over the globe. And the Herald. We have Ben Kitchen, who will not be here next week. Say hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. He's not getting fired. <gasps> yes. He's just getting the hell out of Dodge. Going on a little trip with Liz. That's true. Who promised to send me a fruitcake, by the way, via text. I'm here. She said, I'm... <laughs> How did he know that's where I was going with that? Oh, right damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to ruin your joke. <sighs> now, why are you sitting on that fruitcake and wriggling around like you are? It feels good. Bill Smith is here. My name is Bill Smith, and y- yes, it here's is. where I live. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in Sudbury. And the only reason we ever get together once a week is because of Bill Smith. I mean, we you think we're going to just come to Sudbury? Yeah. Like we know some people here? Yeah, I'm going to have to raise the uh, price of admission. Well, plus he refuses to visit us at our houses. Have That's you noticed true, that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you're in Su- when you're in Sudbury too long. No slumming for Smitty Man. That's right. We had no podcast last week. It was due to a mental illness problem with me. I'm going to admit it. it wasn't either of these other two guys. I'm not going to, in fact, I, I, I'm not going to tell you anything about what happened, what, what mental problem I had, but I just want you to know that I'm completely over it. And, uh, growl, snabbing, gives shiggy cow. You okay there, Mike? Bam, bam. Hey, what's this I hear about show tunes? We got some. Yeah. We're putting a little show tune thing together for uh, some members of our audience who like show tunes. One of them is Ben. Yes. Got a big audience. You know, this audience of this podcast, I've been getting I've been getting all kinds of uh, emails from Ben showing me the numbers on this. We're blowing it out there. Yeah. All over New England, mostly. we got a lot of listeners in New York, uh, uh, Pocatello, Idaho. There's one. Um, a <laughs> couple Texans. <laughs> okay, they moved to Texas. Okay. From Rhode Island. From Pocatello. They went big. Uh, We want to thank, this is like a Christmassy edition, isn't Mm. it? Sort of. Because we're recording this on the 22nd of December, three days before Christmas. And this one is going to have to last us till our big spectacular year ender, (laughs) which is coming up. Uh, And we will do that show from the State House, out in front of the State House. We've got a table, got the wires, wiring is already laid in the cables. And we'll, we will do it nude uh, as kind of a protest for what's going on in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. <laughs> you know, wear a mask? <laughs> Screw you. I'll wear nothing. How's that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it, huh? Well, you, you could be right in could... there with your gas tax. Hey, there you go. Oh, yeah, wasn't that fun? Everybody's Wait a minute, they're going to tax farting oh, now? Jeez, no, man. This is a bad thing to do. Just Nickel a fart. Shouldn't have been done. Wouldn't that be great if they actually did that? Like a swear jar? And whenever you fart, you know, you charge somebody? charge somebody else <laughs> yeah. otherwise i'd be broke <laughs> you would have a line of people following people out of taco bell every single day trying to get that extra five bucks uh, we want to thank our sponsors jimmy deets of joe fish he owns both joe fish one and two i talked to him on the phone 
And they're just waiting, 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 you know, for the restaurant business to come back. They're yep. still doing to-go stuff and takeout stuff and all that. You can go in there and sit down, but it's limited. Legal seafoods, they're gone. Are they? Yeah. They, they found out they were Well, they were illegal. sold. They were sold, but, I mean, still, it was such an institution. And uh, Roger Berkowitz and the family yeah. did, did a great job with that. I know, but Joe Fish is better, especially now. Well, <laughs> that's right. He's number one. They are, Joe Fish is so great. They're like family to me, you know. I was like, they're classic. Uh, thanks to Bob Cates, owner of My Grandma's Coffee Cake, 1-800-8-GRANDMA. We, we give our guests cakes when they come on the show. Every single one of them has raved about the great, great cake. I've had two in the last three weeks. I had the pineapple coconut, and I had a blueberry in my family. You know, my son has food allergies, so he can't eat eggs. My other son and I polish them off. So you didn't share any of that with Ben? And I? No. No, I did not. So the other day at work... You someone, want a cake? I can have them... Someone s- sent in a coffee cake from a different company. Ah! Which I didn't realize. I heard, ooh, Until coffee cake. Until you tasted and the difference. And I was thinking, my grandma's coffee cake. And I get down there, open the box, and see it's not my grandma's. Like Ned's I coffee just cake. spit on it and walk away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank uh, the folks at Resonate in Worcester, Pete DeCaro and Melissa, and all the nice folks over there for uh, their sponsorship during this past year. You know, we've had a really, really good year. All things considered, we didn't close down. We only missed, what, one or two episodes the whole year? Yeah, two. Yeah. And uh, nobody got COVID, you know. That we know of. <laughs> you know, you can catch it from farting, Don't. Ben, so keep that shit to yourself. <sighs> That's right. Don't you look at me, Ben. Uh, we want to thank Dr. Robert Leonard and Dr. Matthew Lepresti of Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. And Jeff Rogers, of course. Uh, but my hair is still growing. It's I know. Still there. Look at it. It's beautiful. It's yeah. unbelievable. You look like George Clooney. I replaced my own hair with my own hair. They did, actually. The you artists. almost look as good as Buddy the Dog. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The Bug Man. Did you hear, Ben, this $5 fine for farting now? I'm, I'm letting Ben know. Oof. It's getting stiff. He has behavioral <laughs> issues when it comes to the passiousness of the gaseousness. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, Five to you or? In, in the, if we're all in the same room, it should be ten for each of us, oh, right? Yeah. Easily, about, yeah. I mean, you know Steve Diossi. You can't clear out an entire building. <laughs> Honestly, people – Diossi used to fart in the EEI studio. People would die. People on the hall would die. They oh. would literally die. The only deaths we had at uh, Intercom were from Diossi Andy would farts. straight up tell me. He would go – it would come through the glass. It did. Into the producer's room and smoke them yeah. out. And they'd say, oh, behind the glass, doesn't matter. You're still dead. It, it permeates the glass. And, you know, Diaz, he sits there and he's got that big smile on his face. He's so proud he of himself. He doesn't Because he's seven. Yeah. He, he won't tell you. He always does an SBD. He, and so you, they sneak up on you. All of a sudden, you're sitting there talking about something in football. And all of a sudden, you go, what? What the hell? You want to run out of the room, leave him there by himself. Terrible. Good guy. I don't know what he must eat a lot of that uh, uh Steve and uh, Fred, Fred and Steve. <laughs> You're right there. Yeah, the food, the food they have down there, in Rhode Island. You know what I'm talking about. Um, we also want to thank uh, the Pike for hiring me back on the radio again and, and helping me fulfill my lifetime dream, which is to be on the air for 50 years. You know, another comeback for you, Mike. I know. It's crazy. If I could be on the air 50 years, then I'm going to walk away. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to say, you know what? 50 years, that's a lot. Hang up the headphones. That's it. Yep. What are you at right now? 47. Well, 47, 48? 47, it'll be 48 in January. Wow. I started when I was 18. Yeah. That's the time I first met a girl for the first time that actually would say yes to me. She didn't <laughs> say yes to sexual favors. She just said, yes, you are ugly. <laughs> the, the, um, our special thanks to many of our guests. We've had so many great guests. Even lately, you know, during this COVID stuff, people were still great guests. Uh, Bill Lee was always on. Yeah. Uh, we thank him. VB, Jerry Thornton. Dino, 
Tony V, Lenny Clark, and uh, Will Noonan. Mick Jagger was great when he was in. Yeah, he, fantastic. He was in. He was too bad we lost that episode though. I know, and he's he, really good. He didn't even want to leave. He had a good time when he was here. He wasn't bored at all. He was. He wanted to know where Fred Smarless lived. Yes, he, yeah. yes, he did. <laughs> Remember? Right. Yep. I said, "Don't go there." Fred has a gun. <laughs> um, I got a tweet from a guy. By the way, uh, it's at Planet Mikey, which is the we're up to like hundreds and hundreds of followers. <laughs> Well, we don't really we don't really go after them. We we tell people we're there, and a lot of people follow, but we don't go like trying to get more followers. You know, like adding Kim Kardashian so that one person will follow you. You know what I mean? We don't do that. We will not stoop to that. Uh, but this guy Chris Gross is his name. I hope it's pronounced G R O S S E, New Hampshire guy, and he tweeted out this tweet. I guess he follows me uh, on my Twitter account. He tweeted out, post a picture of yourself with someone slightly more famous than you. <laughs> so I, uh, I tweeted out a picture of me and Peyton Manning yep. because I'm, you know, only slightly more famous than him. So, you know, I, I did the picture was taken at opening day at Fenway Park. He asked me to tell this story on the, uh, on the, on the podcast because he listens to the podcast. Yep. And I don't usually give shout outs to people who listen to the podcast, but tonight I am. You ready? Yes. Ready. Yes. The Peyton Manning story. So I had been talking about the the Colts and the Patriots. Is that my bed? That's it. It's my musical bed. Would you like a different one? I've been on the air ripping Peyton Manning, saying it. he looks like a thumb, a, gi- a giant thumb. He looks like a bobblehead that someone took the head off of because his neck goes straight up to his head. It's the exact <laughs> same shape. as. A- and I'm ripping him. He sucks and Brady and this. And I'm, I'm going on and on about how Brady's better. Killing him. Killing him. And somebody called in, he's going to beat the Pats. I said, if he beats the Pats, I will wear a Peyton Manning shirt every day for a month. All right, I I throw that shit out there. And the tattoos on my ass prove that I do follow through when I lose a bet. So uh, the Colts beat the... Is that the fourth and three game? No. Okay. The Colts beat the Pats in the... uh, This is back in 05, 06-ish, you know, like in there. So... Now i got to wear a Peyton Manning number 18 Colts shirt for a month. So when I finally got the shirt and I started the month, it was March and we went into April. So I'm still wearing it opening day at Fenway Park where EEI is all over the place there. And I had to be in there. We were all in, in there, you know. So we go up to the luxury box and I'm wearing my 18 Peyton Manning Colts shirt. And I walk out into the luxury box of the air look, look out on the field Who's four feet away from me, standing in the in the Nike in the Reebok box? Peyton fucking Manning. I'm right there. I'm like, oh, this is. I got to take a picture. I got to do this. And and the Herald took a picture and put it in the in the Herald, in the inside track of me with Peyton Manning, me wearing a number 18 Peyton Manning uh-huh. shirt, and it's killing me. So we get to standing next to each other for the picture. Peyton goes. Well, I heard you lost a bet. What bet did you lose? I said, I said, I, I bet that the uh, Patriots would beat you in the playoffs. You know, while we're smiling, going, cheese, hi. He goes, oh, oh, I love it, I love it. So I kicked him in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> but it was, it, that's the story of me. And I know, Peyton Manning, come on. But here he is, me, and I'm, I know I'm the only guy in New England, maybe, maybe clearly Boston. I'm wearing a Peyton Manning shirt. At the time you met, 
Peyton Manning, which is another one of those psychic things that happens to you. Yeah, I get those all the time. Yeah. Which is real weird. I, I've not been able to find out a way to capitalize on it or do anything good for anybody with my special powers. Would you write six numbers down for me <laughs> before you leave? Sure. Uh, so that's the story. And Chris Gross, thanks for listening out there in New Hampshire. Mm. Thanks, or Chris. Whatever you're doing. Uh, ben Kitchen has been working on his garden. Yes. How'd you do? How'd the, uh, how'd the cucumbers come out this year? Uh, cucumbers, a little smaller than expected. But, uh, but you can still remove them. I did pick some uh, fresh oregano for you guys. I bottled it up. Oh, yeah. Put I a little bow oregano. on it. Oh, look at this. Good. That's it's, oh, it's that's pizza. actually not oregano. Ooh. It's pizza season. We have some unbelievably great musical features toward the end of this podcast, but I got other things that I want to uh, cover. And one of them is the Snapple Cap. Controversy? Yes, I noticed you have a collection over there. It's a Mike. controversy now? Yeah. No, no, it's not really. I, I love Snapple caps. Listen to this. This is a box of Snapple caps. What I have is I have a quiz for you guys. Someone qu- just crashed. A quiz. Why don't they sponsor us, Snapple? Oh. Hello, we drink it on every show. You know, well, those bastards. Now that they know, I'm going to shame them into it. See, the more you tell it, the more you sell it. Just so. send us a year's supply of raspberry tea. You don't need to pay us. Just send us a year's supply of raspberry tea. That would do it. By the way, I found out over the weekend. You know what? You remember Mr. T? You know what his first name is? No. Lipton. (laughs) 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 Here here you go. These are all from Snapple Caps. Let's see how you do, suckers. Who, which one of our founding fathers invented the coat hanger? Rutherford B. Hayes. Wrong. Franklin? Wrong again. Jefferson. Thomas yeah. Jefferson. Tom Jefferson. It took him two the, guesses, but he actually got the it. The coat hanger. The founding father thing. Kick it off. Yeah. What substance that is edible can be converted into diamonds? I love Snapple caps. I mean, you can eat coal. I was just thinking the I same mean, thing. No, no. Eat it. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is actual food. Sugar. Wrong. Jesus. Is it something, is it like an actual, more than just sugar? It's something you sometimes share with your dog. Peanut butter? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in Ben's case, you always share with your dog. Peanut butter. In my case, it's dogs. How many ridges are on the edge of a United States dime? 360. 50. You're, it's in between both your numbers. 118 ridges. Well, how about that? Yeah, I, I'd like to know which butt wipe sat there with a dime with a magnifying glass and <laughs> counted them. And you have to mark each one so you don't go back and count them twice. That's right. Yeah. 118. That's the number you want. Uh, sailors once thought wearing gold earrings improved your blank. Hearing. Balance? I don't know. Eyesight. I, I, what? Yeah, you say, That's yeah, what, well, you sailors, you know, they're a little scurvy. Well, well, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I think I see a, I think I see land. Hey, land ho. Oh, no, it's just a hoe. Oh, man. <clears throat> How many eyelids does a bee have? Zero. 32. 
five. <laughs> I, I know. It's not even an even number. It's like five? Hey, you guys saw me. I'm so tired. I'm down to my last eyelid. <laughs> I don't even have time to sting the old lady when I get home. Oh, God. And her honeypot. <laughs> um, what was the last year in which France utilized the guillotine? Oh, uh, that oh, was you, you were there. 1946. 1832. 1977. No, I, I knew it was crap. last century. Yeah. It oh, was 77, huh? Does, uh, it didn't say. It's a what Jim, a way to go. Jimmy Carter era. Oh. <laughs> How many times in Major League Baseball history has a pitcher struck out four batters in one inning? Oh, that's for you, Ben. You know how it happens, right, Ben? Yeah, I know how it happens. Tell everybody. Uh, on the third out, third strike, the catcher drops the ball and the batter makes it to first base. Right. It's still counted as an out, a strikeout, but the runner's on. Uh, and so if he strikes out the fourth person. It's a strikeout, but it's not technically an out. Yes, correct. So how many times did that happen in Major League Baseball history? History, in the history of the game. Twice. Believe it or not. 85 times. What? And you know what? There was a really? member. The, yeah. One guy in the Red Sox did it. Yeah. Remember Stinger Stang? Lee Stang? I remember the sure, name. Sure, everybody does. Right. He married Jody Reed's mother. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up. Stinger Stang struck out four guys in one inning. <laughs> 80, how many? 84 times? Or as Woody Woodpecker once said. <laughs> All right, here we go. A baboon. Yes. Red is, ass. Is a variety of what fruit? What? A baboon? Is a variety of what kind of fruit? Tomato. <laughs> Orange. <laughs> See how Snapple Caps is so much fun? Jesus Christ. And they catch your spit when you're talking and stuff. <laughs> lemon. Oh, a baboon is a variety of a lemon. Did you know that? Of clearly, course not. Clearly we didn't. <laughs> See? And this is be. why I'm saying it's not just the drink, the Snapple, in the bottle. It's the stuff under the cap. It's great. It's the greatest stuff on earth. All right. Dim lights reduce your appetite, but what decreases your appetite for sex? Is it A, pictures of Rosie O'Donnell naked, oh, God. B, bright lights, or C, paper cuts on your pee-pee? Ooh, um, paper cuts. <laughs> D, all of the above? Correct. That's the correct answer. Oh, all of the above. Well, I mean, although some people might think that uh, Rosie's. Uh, no, they no, don't. No. They don't. I didn't say that they were sighted. I asked. Well, that's they true. Sighted people. Yeah, but they have hands. And finally, they have other sensory organs. Finally, from our award winning Snapple Cap Quizola number one. Yeah. I just lost my place. <laughs> it's estimated that the world's oceans contain 10 billion tons of salt. A, gold. B, pirate feces. <laughs> C, whale shit. Or D, fish bones. A, A, gold. Of course, of course, it's cool. Why would it, why would anybody give a shit how many pirate poops are thrown off the poop deck? <laughs> Who would count it? Swashbuckling, yeah. turd making, rated R pirates. Oh, oh, Jesus God. Christ! Oh, man. Can we just stop this now? I know. Hold on. Yeah. There's another. There's more. Oh, 
Jesus. No, there's no more. <laughs> Thank I, God. I was just trying to see what you guys would say if I told you there was one more. Jesus. Uh, so that's your and that's your uh, uh, thing there. Now, um, I have uh, what? What is this? Oh yeah, uh, I, I, so I did this. I did this. I did this. Okay, did, I did and this. that. Okay, I got a couple topics. No news. Yeah, no, where you been with the bell? Sorry, babe? I'm going to call you Bell Kitchen. <laughs> From now well, thanks. on. Thanks. By the way, speaking of bells, those you know those red those red kettle bell ringing mofo's are out there with a you know Salvation Army stuff with a big bucket and thing. What are they standing out front of the Target stores and everything? Yes, they're going they're going bankrupt this year. Really, they yeah. are. Yeah, and this and this poor Salvation Army who does nice things for nice people. Yep. All the time, are they're not getting any money because why? Three reasons. First of all, no one goes out. Cr- Christmas shopping, compared to past years, they're all shopping from home, yep. A. B, nobody carries cash. Mm. People have a debit card. You don't walk up to a red kettle bell ringing motherfucker and say, will you, here, run my car? No, you drop money, a change in a bucket. Mm-hmm. No one's carrying cash anymore. It happened to me the other day. I came out, I felt bad. Mm. I don't have any, I didn't have a $1 bill in my wallet, in my pocket, nothing. I almost never do. But yesterday I went out Christmas shopping, and the funny thing is, I didn't even think about it then, but now I'm thinking about it. I walked straight past those, like, four Salvation Army people. Walked in the store, did my thing, walked straight out. And it's the one day I actually have cash. And I didn't give them anything. Didn't even look twice. I'm driving away, some random bum. I realize, oh, shit, I only got 20s. Eh, fuck it. I gave him a 20. You gave a bum a 20. Salvation Army, I didn't even look twice at. I just walked straight past him, didn't care. But you gave it to a A bum. bum. Who's going to go buy some crack with it? How dare you? <laughs> Stimulating the economy. You know, it'd be nice if you gave it to the bum. He walked over. He said, "You got ch- to the lady with the red kettle and says, you got change for a 20? I'll give you a 10 if you give me 10. <laughs> just, just to be <laughs> That didn't happen, though, did it? Um, the, the, the Joe Biden Cabot diversity issue. Here's what I'm saying right now. And I don't, I don't want to see uh, To me, it's like baseball. The person who's best should get the job. If this is your best catcher, you don't care if he's from Australia or the moon. You want him catching for you, yeah. right? You, in your pitching rotation, it doesn't matter if the guy's from, you know, Nicaragua or Canada or California. You want the best pitcher, right? The Biden cabinet, they're, they're, it's like he's got to pick one of each. I got to have a Native American. I got to have an Hispanic person here. I got to have some women over here. I got to have some African Americans. And I got to have some, you know, what? Uh, LGBTQs, whatever they... It's like he's trying to pick from each category it's, as opposed to picking the person best for the job. And that's the wrong reason to put a person in the job. Identity politics. You can't do that. No. Divides if they everybody. get the job and if they're the... Then yes, put See, them in. The problem with it is they're running departments, which they're not necessarily overly qualified for. If you were just putting together a team of people that kind of represented different subsets of the American society, that would make more sense okay, to me. right. Because yeah. now right? You're, univer- you're giving ideas from all the... Exactly, but when you're putting them in positions of power just right. based off of that, it doesn't do anybody any good. Right, right. So they'll say, okay, well, you know what? We're short a couple of Hispanic guys. Let's get this guy in California and this guy from Connecticut who's now been a head, head of education. Uh, he's a former Connecticut school teacher, and he might be the greatest in the world. I don't know. But what I'm seeing is they're saying, well, we got to— we got to put one in from each category, and that's the wrong way to do any kind of uh, successful yeah. operation. That's just my opinion. Politics. I think Biden's going to end up taking more heat from within his own party. Well, I mean, it's great. He, they can say, well, you know, the first South Asian uh, African-American woman in vice president. That's fine. You know, whatever. You got elected. And guess what? First senile guy to be elected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's all good. You know, cover cover those kind of. Now the uh, <laughs> the vaccine thing is another thing I guess you got to mention for a second because I I'm so pissed. First of all, even Joe Biden gave Donald Trump a lot of credit for getting this done in less in nine months. Yeah. That's one thing that no the media will never give Donald Trump any credit for. Anything. They hate his guts. But he did a good job getting that ball rolling and getting it out fast. you got to say it. They've said it 100 times on TV. Usually it takes five years. Mm-hmm. Well, how's 10 months? Pretty good. Well, remember Fauci originally thought it would be two years. Yeah, yeah at least 2022. Yeah. So let's give him a little bit of credit for that, as Joe Biden did. And I give Joe Biden credit for giving Donald Trump credit when they, when clearly everybody on the other side hates his guts. And I give you credit for giving Joe Biden credit for giving Donald Trump credit. Well, I hope so. See, that's how we begin to melt the ice. My credit rating is pretty good right now. But when it comes to the vaccine and who gets it, I go like this. Frontline, you know, nurses, doctors, people dealing with the people who have the disease. Yep. Mm-hmm. A. B, nursing homes, because we know 39% of the deaths have been people in nursing homes, mm-hmm. jump there second, and then go to the old or the health-compromised third. Somebody's got, you know, lung problems or heart problems, and he's 69 or 71. Take care of those people so they don't die. Not politicians. Not AOC. She sucks. Uh, not Marco Rubio or any of these. I don't care. They get it last. They're the ones that drag their feet for the whole operation, as far as for the uh, the COVID relief fund, both Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell have some blame in it. Mostly Nancy Pelosi because she's out of her fucking mind. And let's not give it to the politician. Now she's eighty, so she can get in line right, right with the eighty-year-olds. Yep. And and Mitch McConnell's got to be close to that, right? He's like seventy-seven or something. But my point is, think about it. Think about who's going to die. Think about who's working hard and exposing themselves to this the most. And give it to them first. And don't let me see you getting your shot in your arm ahead of those people. Think about the message that they're sending, especially at this time where everybody's locked up and and, and, depressed. Oh, it's just awful. And they, they seem to keep falling over their own feet, these people, in Congress and in the Senate of America. It's a messed up situation. And they did they wait long enough? To get this done, was there any political pork attached to any of this stuff? Could, did Donald Trump offer $1.8 trillion? They wanted $2.2. Trump said, oh, I'll do $1.8. And they said, no, no, it has to have this in the bill. It has to have this in the bill and all this shit. And then and settling for half of that. Get it fucking done. How's that? And it's our tax money they're fucking with. Oh, I just I get very frustrated because the people who are supposed to be smart running this country, they're idiots. Many of them. Almost I, all of them. I'd vote for you, Mikey. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you may the become a citizen and then come talk to me. Fine. Challenge accepted. Um, and now, as far as because I'm in a Christmas spirit. I really, honestly, I'm, I feel, can you tell? Yeah, you just uh, called me an illegal alien. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's no fun being an illegal alien. Uh, my least favorite cable news anchors. Uh, which network do you want Did me to Did you say news? With? And now... The news. My broadcasting school instructor said, don't say news. It makes you sound like, you know, it's not news like booze. It's news News. like views. And I never forgot it. (laughs) I just forgot what I was going to say. All right, least favorite cable news anchors. Which network do you want me to, to, to go after first? ABC. No, no, no. This has to be. Cable news. Oh, cable. Yeah, cable. MSNBC. Yeah, yeah. Start with the lightweights. Nicole Wallace is a bitch. And oh. she's, you know what? Can I tell you something else? What is it? She's like a witch and a bitch. Why is that? She's a bitchy witch. She's a snitch bitch witch. Wow. <laughs> and she's Her career should be in a ditch. 
That would scratch my itch. I might snitch. She's just nasty. The only way you get it out is with a hitch. Al Sharpton, charlatan, liar, tax fraud guy, you know, foe. He's a faux phony. Uh, I think think he and Joy Reid just hate white people, which is totally unfair. It looks that way, though. You know, when they they communicate, that's the message I kind of get all the time. It's like, it's okay, I understand, but don't, what are you hating me for? What did I do to you? But the winner of that station, uh, as far as hateable people, is the Morning Joe Show. (laughs) Oh, my God. Joe. Oh, my God. Mika Brzezinski. Can I buy a vowel, Mika? Uh, And Joe is a turd. And they started banging a long time ago. They were like, you know, she's cheating on her husband, and he's cheating on his wife. And they're like, oh, Joe and Mika, they're an item, you know, and all this. It kind of creeps me out when I watch them. And by the way, is there any anchor on TV that has a smaller mouth than Joe Joe. Scarborough? (laughs) It's like a dot. He looks like a cartoon character, and I can't he quite does. figure out who they are. I hate them. All right, what's the other network? It's like Dudley Do Right. What, what network would you like me to attack next? Um, CNN. CNN. Uh, Chris Cuomo. Oh, wow. Asswipe. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how about Brian Stelter? What a little Humpty Dumpty. Honest to God, you know, look, it's nothing personal because I don't know the guy, but when I see him, I want to slap the TV. <laughs> You know? Like a potato head. It's like you little lard ass. Uh, well, okay, what about Fox? You ready? Yeah. Sean Hannity. Huh. Look, I don't disagree with him a lot of the time because he's relatively conservative and I'm a centrist libertarian. Yep. But it's the way he tells you and his attitude and his haughtiness. And he constantly talks about how he, take, he takes martial arts and he has a gun and he used to work in a restaurant yep. and I used to paint houses. And shut the fuck up about all that shit, Sean, okay? <laughs> God. It was bought and paid for, too. Uh, and Judge Janine irritates me. Uh, she's, it's her voice. It's so annoying. You know, Judge Janine, it's like, take it down about five decibels. She'd be a great guest on the podcast here. Do you know her? No, I'll track her down, though. Yeah, I don't know. She just annoys me. I could hear her going after you right now. I think she's probably had some work done, too. I don't, again, I don't, a lot of these opinions, I'm not I'm not talking like about anybody's Kitchen opinions. renovation? Huh? Like a kitchen renovation? What kind of work done? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, her face. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> now, you heard about the... <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear about the lady that went for, well, she went in for a facelift? No. She had a, and the guy says, well, we have this new technology now. Yeah. You know, we don't have to do the surgery. What we do is we install this little nut, and you can just work it with a wrench. If your face starts to droop in the future, you can tighten it up with the nut, and it pulls your face tight again. She goes, oh, that'll save money. Yeah. She has it done. Two months later, she calls the guy, the doctor. She's a doctor. This is unbelievable. I got problems. I got these huge, giant bags under my eyes. Doctor says, those aren't bags. Those are your breasts. And if you don't stop playing with that nut, you're going to have a beard. (laughs) (laughs) The end. (laughs) Um, I think I've covered pretty much... Everything I was going to cover. You guys have anything you want to talk about? No, but I want to know what you were talking about show tunes earlier in, oh, the, uh, yes. in the podcast. No, it was you talking about show tunes earlier <laughs> well, in the Well, Mikey mentioned it earlier. I don't know. What's, uh, what's the significance of well, the show tunes? Well, you know how we always do Castigliocchi at yes. the end of yes. each show? Yes. And people love that. They, honestly, the people and places depicted in the Planet Mikey <laughs> podcast are purely fictional. Any similarities to actual people, places, <laughs> or things, living or dead, is purely coincidental. 
No animals were harmed in any way during the production of this podcast. Ah. Well, okay, we did play Red Rocket with one of the puppies. Ah, motherfucker. Now, <laughs> we'd like to bring the year to a close with some musical tunes. Now, no one knows this about Ben, and we just found this out tonight. Yeah. Mm. He's a huge Broadway fan. <laughs> Well, he said Disney. He he likes the Disney. Broadway. No, no, he said show tunes. Oh. He specifically said show tunes. Yeah. Right? Didn't you? Uh, sure. Yeah. Let's go with let's go with your narrative. Eat, eat your pudding. We're going to do this musical. <laughs> what we have is we have Castiglioki. Yep. Are they are they first up? They are. Uh, this is um, yes, I believe it is. Okay, so Jerry and Joe. Uh, getting together for a little uh, Broadway. I, f- I forgot what they told us they were going to sing, a little Broadway number. Okay. Do you, you remember what it was going to be? No, let's, uh, let's tune in, shall we? Well, it's, I think it's from, they said it was from uh, South from Pacific. South Pacific. Yeah, right. that's the one. The, yeah. Do you know any songs from South Pacific, Ben? Mm, not off the top of my head. Okay, well, get this one right here from Joe and Jerry. If I were a rich man, yabby no, that's not yeah, if I were I know that's not from South Pacific. <laughs> it, it must be it must be this one. It's this one. <laughs> We've got sunlight on the sand. We've got moonlight on the sea. We've got mangoes and bananas you can pick right off a tree. We've got volleyball and ping pong and lots of dandy games. What ain't we got? We ain't got teams. We get packages from home, we get movies, we get shows. We get speeches from our skipper and advice from Tokyo Rose. We get Leonard's doused with perfume, we get dizzy from the smell. What don't we get? You know damn well. We've got nothing to put on a clean white suit for, Joe. (laughs) What we need is what there ain't no substitute for, Jerry. There's nothing like a dame. Nothing in the world. There's nothing you can name that is anything like a dame. Can you believe it? See, I, I think they did justice to that. Oh, that was very good, yeah. Now, I was in the, mo- uh, the movie, the, the uh, play, <laughs> South Pacific, when I was... Uh, about eight years old. Were on you Broadway? Uh, wow. Nellie Furbush. Now, what happened? Broadway. Nellie Furbush. Yeah. These days, she just wouldn't survive with that name. <laughs> Nellie Shavebush, maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Um, but here's the thing. I had I was the kid. Now, you know, the, the lead character in South Pacific is Emile Debeck. Yeah. And he married Nellie Furbush. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't marry her. He fell in love with her or whatever, you know, and that whole thing. And, he's, and he had two kids. Uh, named, uh, well, I was Jerome, and they, I was a French Polynesian kid, so they had to put all this real dark makeup on me, yeah. make me look Polynesian. Wow. And I had to sing that song in French, Dites-moi, pourquoi, you know, la vie. And I, and I didn't know any French, you know. And I, I, I really hated the whole fucking thing, <laughs> being in that play. But it was a high school play, and they needed a little kid, so they got me to do it. Isn't that amazing? And look where you are today. <laughs> um, now, we have, uh, you might have heard a little bit of it there, a little snippet of it. Yeah. We have the re- re-congregated two members of the 75 Boston Red Sox, uh, two of our favorites, too. Hall of Famer Carl Yastrzemski and should-be Hall of Famer Louis Tiant for this show tune. If I were a rich man, 
Yes, what's the matter with you? All day long, I would uh, bitty, bitty, bum, and things of that nature. You can't sing, man. If I were a wealthy man. You suck at this. Yeah, I wouldn't have to work hard. You'll never work hard. You're lazy. Do be dumb. You're lazy, yes. If I were a very, very rich... You made a lot of money in your day, man. Don't I don't feel sorry for you. Now, afterwards, they had a little bit of a tussle. Louis turns to... It, it, tr- swear to God, Louis turned when they were recording that. Louis turns to Yaz and goes, Hey, Yaz, I didn't know you were Jewish. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to, yeah. <laughs> Give us a second, geez. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, I decided myself that it's been a long time since, obviously, all the bars are closed. There's a COVID situation going on. What? And I had to let out a little of uh, my own. Uh, I see where this is going. This is because of your desire to want to perform a song. Yeah, I mean, get out there and let some of your musical fruit hang low, if you know what I'm saying. I said, I'm going to get out there and do a song that I did back in high school when I had the lead role of Tommy Albright in the the musical Brigadoon. Hey, Smitty. (laughs) Sing with me now. What a day this has been. What a rare mood I'm in. Well, it's almost like being in love. There's a smile on my face for the whole damn human race. Why, it's almost like being in love. All the music of life seems to be like a bell. That keeps ringing for me And from the way that I feel When that bell starts to peal I could swear I was falling I could swear I was falling It's almost like being in love Hey, all that music of life Seems to be Just like a bell that is ringing for me, hey, and from the way hey. that I feel when that bell starts to feel, I could swear I was falling. Yeah, I could swear. God damn it, I'm falling. It's almost like being in love. Oh yeah. Thank you for coming, everybody. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bad Smitty, have a nice Christmas, and don't forget Snapple Caps. I sound like Ingle Bells to me, man. Hey, turn out that spotlight, would you? <laughs>